Welcome back, bosses. Today's guest is Jackie Lucas. She is the owner of Evolve Mindful Movement and Vera Voce in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Today, she talks about how she balances two kids and two businesses all at the same time, and we really get into the nitty-gritty behind how she built her two brands. She talks about bar fitness, and if you don't know what that is, you need to listen and you need to try it. It changed my life, it changed her life, and it can change yours. Stay tuned for this inspiring episode, and I cannot wait for you to listen. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Lily Grace Lifestyle Podcast. Today, I have Jackie Lucas on the show, and she is here to talk about her business and her fitness journey and just everything that she's passionate about. So thank you so much for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. So the first question I always ask my guests is what defines your lifestyle? So what defines my lifestyle, I would say, is balance. Um, I am an owner and operator of two small businesses, one focused on communications and one focused on movement and mindfulness. So balancing those two aspects, um, I think that is what defines my lifestyle more than anything. And managing those two businesses, um, balancing that with my home life and my role as a mom um, as well. So it's all about balance. You know, sometimes it's the leaning in one direction or the other a little bit more, but I think the, the element of balance is key for me. How old are your kids or how many kids do you have? <laughs> sure. Yeah, I have two kids and one is almost 15. He wow. is a freshman in high school. Can't even believe my youngest. Yeah. Um, and then I have a daughter. She's my older child and she is a senior in high school right now. So yeah, it's, it's busy times for us on the home front. Oh, for sure. My sister's your daughter's age and preparing for college and all that. And it's just like crazy. Um, but I love that. And you must be insanely busy because those are pretty busy ages. That's great. And do you mind sharing your background with us for people who don't know? Sure, not at all. Um, so I had studied classical ballet all of my life from when I was a little kid. That was a huge passion for me. I really, really loved the movement and the expression and the hard work um, that went into that, um, that training. Um, I studied that all through college and then um, up until when I actually um, had kids. And when I, in my adult life, I actually was um, working in the corporate arena and marketing and communica communications. Um, I had a number of roles in um, corporate um, positions and agency positions um, and just kept the love of dance, um, you know, through my whole life. And then when I started to have kids, I kind of pushed pause on the ballet and thought, hmm, I need to figure something out to kind of... Uh, you know, scratch that itch and, and include movement in my life in the way that I need to. So I started studying a lot of other things um, from uh, different styles of yoga to Pilates and other movement methodologies and fitness classes and whatnot. Um, and then after I had my second child, um, this was now almost 15 years ago, I took my first class um, in, in bar fitness, as they call it, bar class. Um, and I thought, wow, that really resonated with me because the approach was based on ballet strengthening and stretching, 
but it was definitely not a dance class. It was something that was so accessible to any age or any fitness level. You know, somebody really could come off the street without any background or fitness training whatsoever and still have a real successful experience in that class. So it excited me so much. Um, I started to train to teach that class um, shortly after, and it just felt so right. Um, you know, brought a lot of that joy of movement back um, that I was missing from my years in the dance world. You know, a great fit in terms of something very sustainable that I could continue to do for really the rest of my life. So I continued my marketing career, even though I was, you know, kind of getting a little deeper and a little deeper into the, um, into the movement and the teaching journey. And then uh, about six years ago, I left my corporate job and began a communications consultancy. So I was basically seeking a little bit more autonomy at that point in time and wanted to be able to have some more independence in terms of choosing what types of clients and organizations that I was working with and also being able to strike that balance a little bit better for balance of of the kids and and my professional growth and my passions. So so I, I nurtured the growth of the communications agency. The name is Vera Voce Communications. Um, so you can read more about that at veravocepr.com. That's V-E-R-A-V-O-C-E-P-R.com. Um, but I, I nurtured that over the years. And then um, it kind of led to a, a stage where I felt I was ready to do more and sort of leverage my freedom and flexibility to open my own um, mindful movement studio. Um, so I did that um, back in 2019. Great. And sort of a long journey, constantly balancing and shifting from you know one to the other, kind of keeping both of those professional you know pursuits and passions um, alive, and you know continuing to nurture them both. They they both mean so much to me. I think it's. So rewarding to help, um, you know, help individuals and help companies to be able to communicate as effectively as possible to the f- people that they really want to reach, the people that mean the most to their business. So that's, you know, my passion in terms of communications um, and then the movement piece. Um, and just knew from the get go, it was such a wonderful match for me when I first took my first bar class and I kept doing research to learn more and more. I, I took Um, an additional certification here in the U.S. a few years later. And then I started doing homework to figure out where did this even originate from? Where did this start, this phenomena that we know as bar here in the U.S.? Um, And what I learned was um, it it was actually created back in the 1950s by a former ballet dancer who Basically, she was looking for a way to rehabilitate her own self following a really serious back injury. So she had a debilitating injury and created this workout regimen to rebuild her strength and reestablish her flexibility so that she could eventually dance again. And so that's where this originally started was that method. And she started sharing it with people and people really loved it. She got this wonderful following and, you know, it, it, it just was extremely effective and fun. So you can't be that connection, that, that combination. Right. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love your whole story. Um, <laughs> I can kind of connect to you because I danced for 17 years of my life, um, not just in classical ballet, but I did a little bit of everything. I wasn't like a serious, serious dancer, but I was good at it and I loved it. And then yeah. I took my first bar class in college, I think freshman year. And I was like, what is this? I had no idea, but I, it resonated with me too. I was like, wow, this is something like that's great for my body type. And it reminded me of ballet class. So it was just a really like almost magical moment when I took the class. Yes. Yeah. And then I was obsessed with it ever since. <laughs> so. Exactly. Exactly. That's, I, that's how I feel as well. It was the immediate like deep love yeah. of, that, you know, of that method and just couldn't get enough of it and still right. feel that way you know, almost 15 years later, still feel that way that I just can't get enough, you know, just always want to learn more and practice and get better. And it's one of these things that, you know, it's really, really gentle on the joints, really, really sustainable. It's not going to burn out your body in a way that a lot of other workout approaches may, um, you know, very, very safe. Um, yeah. And at the same time, extremely challenging. And I think it's one of the things that the more you do it, I think the more you learn how to challenge yourself in very subtle ways, and it almost never, it never gets easy. It only gets harder, I think, once you kind of know even more deeply than before what you're striving for in classes. So yeah. that's exciting to me. That's so interesting. And also too, it's funny because at least in the class I was in, in college, it was mainly women, um, but they were like, oh my gosh, you're using like five pound weights. That's not a workout. And then guys came who go to the gym every single day and are weightlifters and like, oh my God, I can barely hold a two pound weight. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> what you do with them. It's absolutely exactly. true. It's really exciting to see that. And it's very humbling for a certain um, <laughs> certain folks that come in and they're used to lifting very heavy. And I've had quite a few men come into my studio and I love these. Um, I love witnessing these, these stories because it's always a little bit of a misconception when they come in and they see that we don't really use a lot of heavy props and weights. Um, you know, very, very minimal, mostly focusing on body weight and gravity right. um, and, and really strong focus on exceptional form and all that we're doing. And, you know, I actually had somebody very recently decide to do a little experiment. They said they're going to come three months. It was through the summertime. They're going to come three months, two or three days a week, nothing extreme, but they're going to just do nothing but bar and see, see where that takes them. They were doing some very heavy lifting. They were doing CrossFit on a regular basis. They were doing rucking with um, real heavy sandbags and sort of military style obstacle courses, a lot of things that are very, very different than, you know, than my methodology. So I right. said, so I'm going to try this for three months and I'll see what the results are. Um, and I said, that sounds amazing. Let's, let's try this. And so they did, and they were very consistent. And at the end, then they went back and, you know, into their previous workout methods and, and CrossFit and so forth. They said they broke their personal records. They lifted heavier with ease. They were doing chin-ups, you know, with, wow. with far greater ease than before. They were, you know, just crushing it in terms of, you know, the measurable aspects of strength and power wow. that they had worked on in all those other classes. And for them, it was really an impressive thing to be working with such little weight but using the body in such a mindful way to be able to actually, you know, continue to build strength, not just sustain. 
Yeah. Um, it's pretty incredible what one can do, um, you know, just focusing on form using gravity and body weight um, and a lot of repetitions staying in the work. Wow. I love that story. And I feel like for people who are listening, who've maybe never heard of Bar or Dunbar before, that's your message to maybe try it because it's incredible what it can do. And I remember in college, what I did was I did bar class like two times a week. And then I went to the gym and lifted heavy on other days. And it it actually, I could tell a big difference. I feel, I felt so much stronger. (laughs) It's an incredible workout methodology all on its own. And it's wonderful for the mind and the you know, emotional regulation and all of this mindset stuff that I think people are really tuning into a little bit more in recent years, thinking about the importance of mental health and living mindfully and, um, you know, having a positive outlook and having a way to process some of the heavier, more difficult things in life and, you know, release that and let that go in a, in a positive way. Um, but, you know, I think it's also a wonderful complement to sports training, competitive training, you know, any kind of, you know, running, lifting. I talked to quite a few runners who come and they initially come thinking, I'm going to stretch because I never stretch. You know, nobody ever stretches as much as they think they should. Right. <laughs> and, you know, they say, I can't thought I'd get a good stretch in your class. And they do. But then they think, wow, you know, a couple of months in, I'm super toned in my core and my form is so much better in, in my running. And I, I don't have the ankle and the knee injuries that I'm usually confronting and my times are faster and all these things, you know, just sort of, you know, that they didn't know they were going to get. It's exciting to watch that happen when people come to bar looking for one thing and they get a load of other benefits. It's very cool. All about going to a studio where you have instructors that really can dial in on on the form and give that individualized guidance and that's something I was passionate about seeking since the very beginning so I took a couple of certifications to teach here in the U.S. and then I started doing that homework and learned about Lottie Burke so Lottie Burke is the woman who created the first bar classes in the world and she called it Lottie Burke method it was something that she was creating sort of around the time that Joseph Pilates was um, creating the Pilates method. And I think a lot of us have heard of Pilates classes because Joseph Pilates did a wonderful job copywriting his method and protecting that um, in his business. And unfortunately, Lottie Burke sold the copyrights to her name of the Lottie Burke method. And and it really didn't expand in the way that Joseph Pilates was able to protect and and intentionally market and expand his program. So now today, what we have is a lot of studios all over the world that offer what they call bar classes. And, you know, I guess they all similar, similarly do utilize a ballet bar in some regard, but there are very few people that can trace their training back to that Lottie Burke lineage. Um, And yeah, so I, I actually did the homework to locate, you know, where, where did this come from and where can I train in that original method? And I traveled to um, London and trained directly with Lottie Burke's daughter. Her yeah. name is Esther Fairfax. And when I did the training a few years ago with her, Esther was 84 years old and continuing to teach and certify instructors in her studio. And that too, for me, was like 
a real inspiration. Um, very, very eye-opening in terms of the longevity that um, individuals can have with a movement approach like this. Um, free of injury, you know, feeling really strong and, and tremendous range of movement and vitality and joy in the movement. Yeah. So, um, you know, really was thankful to have that experience with Esther and that training directly from Laddie Burke's daughter, because there are only less than a handful of individuals here in the U S that have that, um, that direct training with her. Um, that's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's really fascinating. Cause I always, I always knew bar came from ballet, but I didn't know the whole history of it. And it makes it even more intriguing that your studio has that. Um, and, the fact that she's 80 years old and still killing it and training oh, people yes. is like she was 84 that was several years ago when she oh did gosh. the certification course that I took part in um so it was pretty mind-blowing to say the least you know and and the age range of of individuals and in, in that studio was very impressive you know I had I saw and I worked with people who were you know probably in their early 30s, all the way up through their 70s and early 80s and continuing to rock it, really, um, you know, pushing hard and getting a lot out as a result, but doing it in a thoughtful way. I think that is the key that I've really learned is, you know, I've always been drawn to approaches to movement and, and life in general that have a sort of balanced philosophy about them. And I do think bar is one of those unique things where you're working so hard, but it's very intentional. It's, yeah. it's very safe in that regard as well. So hmm. I hope I'll be doing this for a very long time. And I'm thrilled <laughs> to have my studio in Portsmouth, Evolve Mindful Movement. Um, and thrilled to offer it on Zoom as well. I feel like the wow. pandemic was such a hard time for anybody with any sort of movement studio um certainly we you know had to figure out ways to work differently we relied heavily on zoom through much of that time but now i think it's a gift we are able to have folks back in the studio and we're also able to offer all of our classes on zoom so people can log on and participate from anywhere you know if they're traveling or yeah. if they're you know, somebody else's. Um, That's actually great to know. They can do that. Yeah. You yeah. can just get all of it, whether you're in person or remote. The fact that you can do it online is like really great. And that's good to know because I'm in Boston, but if I'm ever in Portsmouth, I'd love to come in person. But how did you end up in Portsmouth? Gosh, well, I lived here in Portsmouth for about nine years. And this city has been so good, um, you know, for so many reasons, you know, it's a lovely place to raise kids, but the small business atmosphere is wonderful here. It's yeah. full of creatives, which I really um, enjoy so much. There's so much in the way of music and dance and yeah. um, arts here. And, and I adore that. So, you know, it was a natural fit for me. I think I find a lot of people that are interested in bar, um, you know, because not only does it give you that fitness method, but it gives you a, a way to have that creative expression and that joy of movement. You know, it's just a connection to that kind of community that, yeah. you know, is a little different than what you would find in a conventional gym atmosphere, but you're still, mm -hmm. you know, taking such great care of your body, your strength, your mobility, your balance. And 
all of those aspects. So Portsmouth is such a great match. I love being close to the ocean. It's a super inspiring community in so many ways. Yeah, no, I totally agree because I grew up in that area and I always say, I was like, I could retire there. Um, (laughs) And I I work all around New England because I'm in sales for design, but it's just like, it has a special place in my heart. (laughs) So it's amazing. And then your other business, Yes. Tell us a little bit about that and how do you manage being a mom and having your dog and having these two businesses? Like, are, do you have other instructors in your studio so you can kind of be autonomous? Like, how does that work? Yes. So I do have a really wonderful team um, for both of my businesses. Um, I am very, very hands on in both of those businesses. The teams are small, but I definitely could not do it without my teams. Um, Yeah, I think that's, you know, everything is in close proximity in terms of my personal lifestyle. So I can, you know, move between one place and the next with with real fluidity. So that's a a hugely important piece for me, um, just convenience and the proximity of that. But uh, yeah, Vera Voce Communication, um, yeah, I launched that about six years ago. It's been super rewarding. Um, I work with a variety of clients, you know, some of those clients in um, health and, and wellness um, and, and other sorts of consumer organizations. And I've also worked with quite a number of business-to-business clients, mm-hmm. um, quite a bit in technology and cybersecurity and healthcare and um, you know, different things like that, software and, and um, you know, technology in general is such a growth area. That's where I've been, you know, working pretty deeply since the outset of my marketing and communications career. So, Great. yeah, I, I launched that because I really wanted to take a deeper dive approach. I wanted to work more as an embedded team member with my clients rather than overseeing a large team of people servicing clients sort of being several steps removed from them I wanted to work really in partnership with them or in embedded relationship with my communication clients and um, I've been able to do that um, and it's been very enjoyable so that's what drove me to launch Vera Voce uh, communications and it's you know it's created that balance and it's it's enabled me to feed my other passion. Um, I love that. I love all of the guests that I have on because I feel like they're so talented, but in many different ways. And I feel like society puts us in boxes and it's like, if you went to school for this, you are this person and you can only be this person. But I think it's so true. Like I have a podcast, I'm an interior designer. I do sales. Like there's so many different passions that every person has. And we're so blessed to know what those are. Cause I know some people struggle to find that, but it's just like, so interesting to me that you have two things going on on top of your family too, that it's just like, it's really cool. And the passion shows. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think it's true that, you know, a lot of people just sort of think that they have to be on one road only. And I I don't think that's necessarily the most fulfilling approach. It might be the most speedy approach from point A to Z. um, (laughs) But there's so many wonderful and valuable detours along the way. Um, Yeah, I was reading an article not long ago in Harvard Business Review actually about the importance of nurturing our hobbies and passions and yeah. that even, you know, having multiple careers is something that's really enriching yeah. uh, you know, 
intellectually as well as emotionally. Yeah. That being able to look at things from very different vantage points is a huge advantage in terms of problem solving and mm-hmm. you know, bringing a fresh perspective to the table in the business world as well as just being creative and, and uh, you know, uh, thinking about things through a different lens than, you know, some of your colleagues or peers might. So I think there's a huge plus, um, when it comes to multiple career paths, even concurrently, you know, you'd think these two areas are really different and really unrelated, but I think they bring, they both bring a lot to me. You know, I, I, I teach, um, you know, several times a week in my studio and I, I, I teach at 6am. You know, and for many, many years, I thought, gosh, you know, why am I doing this? This is a crazy time <laughs> at five in the morning in the darkness. You know, it feels yeah. a little crazy in the moment of it. But after doing this for many years and kind of looking back at what that's given me, it's so worthy. It's so, so worthy. The hardest part is getting up and out of bed. After that, it's the best because it sets me up for that productivity, that work that I'm yeah. doing class in the morning is an opportunity to clean the slate and let go of any stressful thoughts, let go of anything that's sort of cluttering in the mind and really sort of put together my own mental, um, you know, priority list for the day, figure yeah. what's going to be for me, for my clients. Like, what do I proactively want to tackle mm-hmm. in this day ahead of me and being able to move into it with intention, Um, you know, I think on days that I don't have that early, um, organized start, if you will, Mm -hmm. it's, it's good still. I mean, it's, it's all good, but I think it's not quite as strong of a beginning out of the gate, you know, you know, are more in a reactive mode. Um, you know, if you're not up and out early doing something that's really good for your body, for your mind, um, you know, the risk is you kind of slide into the work day being like, Oh God, like, I hope I didn't. (laughs) missed anything you're so right though like reactive is a great word because the past couple days I haven't gone to the gym early in the morning and I feel like agitate and more like reactive to things like you said and then on days when I do work out in the morning I'm like wow I can conquer the world so it's amazing how your body really affects your mood your productivity and everyone around you it's just like crazy and you seem very like put together and like such a like driver in your work. It's so amazing. What do you do on a daily basis, maybe other than working out or like what's a morning ritual per se that you do to kind of get your brain in the game? I mean, before I head to the studio on those early mornings, I'm getting up and I'm starting my day. Actually, this is going to sound completely crazy, um, or at least I would have thought so a year ago, but I recently stopped drinking coffee and I started to start my morning with um, a um, blended beverage of um, cacao and a mushroom blend, actually. Yeah. Like it tastes kind of like hot cocoa, actually. And um, it's, it's adaptogenic and it's really, really healthy and it's great for your digestion. So, you know, that's been a new morning ritual for me this year. Um, so that's, that's been interesting. That's been a little bit of a game changer. I must say, I feel better in fact, with that. Um, and, you know, go, go to the studio, you know, teach in the morning and then, you know, coming back to my house after class, 
mm-hmm. feeling like I'm already arriving back before the rest of my household is up and at the day. So I'm at, I feel ahead of the game. Yeah. You know? Start preparing breakfast and, you know, sort of organizing things for the day, cleaning up anything lingering from the day before. Um, so everything's sort of ready to go. Um, you know, that, that yeah. on, it's like, okay, everything's in its place. I don't have to worry about what's happening next. It's all mapped out. Um, you I'm know, same all, way. That together and then my kids are up and I'm giving them breakfast and getting them off to school and making sure they have what they need for the day, whether it's, you know, sport equipment or, you know, change of clothes for something after school or, you know, whatever the details are. <laughs> and then I, you know, I, sit down at my office and, um, you know, kind of dig into the, um, you know, the computer work of the day, whether it's, you know, responding to emails or um, writing communications pieces for my Vera Voce clients or, you know, doing communications for my studio or, you know, planning new sequencing for my classes. You know, I feel like each each thing, you know, is kind of a mental break from the other. So I, I'm again, really, really enjoying the balance between wow. those paths and being able to multitask them in a way that really works for me. I'm thankful for the opportunity to do that. Yeah. I really like how you said each thing is a mental break for the other thing, because that's how I kind of feel with this podcast. Cause I do, I do sales. So I talk to people all day long, but for some reason, this feels a lot more purposeful and grounding I think for me whereas other things more fun and spontaneous so it's like a really good balance like you said I like that and I feel like you found your true passions when you can say that (laughs) yeah and you like I said you seem very put together and very poised about things and purposeful and I think it's just like it shows and I'm sure someday I'll come to your class and feel that too have you yeah yeah to have you in person if not hopefully you and you know and your community of viewers would consider coming on yeah. the zoom option it's nice because even if you can't come physically into the studio it's a still a, a live experience where you have that sure. accountability you have somebody who's watching you back as opposed to <laughs> a video or, or something like that you know you have that two-way dialogue and interaction you know mm-hmm can you know provide feedback and guidance and huh. and all of that so it's a nice alternative if you can yeah. physically and- come in or some people you know post pandemic or you know I guess we're still technically in pandemic still mm-hmm. although you know we have a lot of things that we didn't have this time last year to right. risk and, and so forth you know I think there's still you know quite a few people that are hesitant to come back into um, you know, a group class environment. So it's nice to have that, you know, that option Option. as well. Yeah, for sure. I'll have to bring a friend or something. Cause at school I was the worst. I was like, Oh, you're my new best friend. Okay. Do you want to come to bar class with me? And then they went once and their body was burning the next day. I'm like, isn't that so fun? But then they liked it too. So they came back. Yeah, but I, I love that. And I'm not far away from Portsmouth at all. So I'll let you know next time I'm around. Just in general, too, if someone has never taken a bar class before and they're a little nervous, what would you tell them? Oh, gosh, I always tell people if you can walk a block, <laughs> sit down on the floor and stand up from a seating position, 
then you have all the prerequisites that you need to successfully do a class. Um, not to say it's all that easy, but it, it, the bar the bar to enter is pretty low. It's yeah. it's really really accessible. Certainly, there's a lot of ways that we add more and more challenges. Um, you know, as people want to embrace those challenges through class, mm -hmm. but you know, people are nervous and thinking, "Oh gosh," you know. I think I would absolutely encourage anybody to give it a try, especially somebody that maybe you know, didn't feel comfortable in a conventional gym or fitness environment, or maybe they feel like, you know, um, like they, they've never done like anything like that in, in, in their past. They didn't know, you know, I think we are all our own worst critics. Uh, I think anybody that comes in for the first time, you know, even people who do have a background in movement or have worked out a lot, um, you know, everybody's looking at themselves with such scrutiny, unfortunately. So I think, you know, it's a matter of just getting in the mindset of letting go of that and just allowing yourself to be a beginner, embracing that, thinking that's fine. Like there's yeah. nothing problematic about that at all. It's just an opportunity to learn something new. Um, but, you know, inevitably so many people come and they think, oh gosh, I'm going to be the slowest or the weakest or the oldest or <laughs> the most uncoordinated or the least flexible, you know, everybody's got some sort of worry about something like this. Um, but inevitably, you know, these, these people are surprised at how accomplished they feel at the end of the class thinking, gosh, I came in with all these worries that it was going to be, you know, not so great because of something about themselves, you know, and yeah. And, you know, that's something else that I really love to give to my clients, you know, that sense of positivity and accomplishment that, you know, you, you will get out what you put in. If you're putting in positivity and you're going there for a, you know, um, a good workout and, you know, the joy of movement, you will feel it. You will, um, you know, so there's, I would say nothing to fear um you know, <laughs> studio and in good hands with a experienced instructor then your instructor will guide you every step of the way you don't need to know anything coming in right right yeah that's a really really good way to put it um because i know things can be intimidating if someone's never done anything like that before but i highly recommend it because i fell in love the first time and then when i found your instagram i was like i have to message her <laughs> oh thank you so much yeah and you probably know a lot of the people who came on my past recordings just because I have a lot of like Southern Maine, Portsmouth, entrepreneurs, Dover, New Hampshire, since that's where I started in New Hampshire. So um yeah. And then with your community in general, like Portsmouth is just so lively and it's really up and coming. Like it's bound to be the next like Portland or Boston because it's just so booming right now. Mm -hmm. So what is the favorite most favorite part of your businesses that has contributed to your community? Gosh, I love that question. Um, that's something, you know, that's another reason that I, that I'm here in Portsmouth and that I really wanted to establish my business here too. I feel so passionate about the value of, um, an independently owned studio and, um, the fact that it's owner operated, you know, it's an independent, independently owned, um, studio. It's not a chain. It's not a franchise. It's something that's like a local gem. That's what I really wanted to establish. That's something you could only find in Portsmouth. My lineage as an instructor traces back to the Lottie Burke method. And, you know, I trained with Esther Fairfax, as you 
heard earlier, but um, you know, the studio and, and the unique brand that I bring, it's something really special to the seacoast. Um, I've done some teen workshops, you know, part of that is my passion as a mother, you know, wanting to equip our kids with, you know, some, some accessible tools to cope with challenges mm. um, in growing up. You know, I think that, you know, adults alike, we all have a lot that could be potentially um, anxiety producing and, and right. quite stressful, especially in the past, you know, year and a half or so with this pandemic, we've all been navigating, there's all kinds of unexpected, unprecedented um, you know, roots of, of stress. And I think it's always a gift if we could find ways of coping with that stress and building resilience, bring, building the ability to feel like you have the wherewithal and the grit to mm. move through these challenging times and come out a better person and feeling positive and feeling capable. Um, I think those are things we all have to cultivate. It doesn't all just come naturally. So, yes. you know, I've done some different teen, teen workshops and, um, you know, offered some different things through the school system as well. So that's been really special to me as far as the community connection is concerned. And, um, you know, also just participating in different community events. I actually um, volunteered to do a mindful movement class um, out on Newcastle Common nice. um, September at the, the beginning of the Newcastle 10K race. Cool. That's just such a wonderful community event. It's such a beautiful location on yeah. uh, Newcastle Common there on the waterfront. Um, and there's so many wonderful organizations, charitable organizations that benefit from that Newcastle 10K. So I was really honored to be invited to do that mindful movement, um, you know, before the race to give <laughs> something to sort of warm up and also to get in that mindset and sort of think about all of the good work that led up to that day for those runners and you know a lot of really good purpose and intention behind you know the reasons why that you know many of them are running you know races like this for great causes mm. so I love I love getting involved with the community in, in those ways you know so many so many others as well but local, um, independent, um, and, you know, connected to the community. Those are, those are some values that are, you know, really deep for me, really close to my heart. For sure. And I think it's just amazing to see all these small business owners, entrepreneurs, and just passionate people that I talk to daily, because I mean, my dad's owned his own business. I started my own business when I was like super young. And it's just like amazing that we could all get through COVID and come out the other side even better and stronger. And I think that our types of things that we do in our lives just really affect the community in huge ways and so it's just like really cool to hear all those stories I love that <laughs> I definitely agree you know and I think some of the most rewarding successes in life are those that are you know not just hard won but ones that are born of patience mm -hmm. as well as persistence you know I think there's a lot of talk about persisting and certainly right. that's a component, but also just, you know, that understanding that, you know, sometimes things are not going to come quickly or easily and mm -hmm. a huge piece of it, you know, you, you work the day in and the day out and through the bad days and the good. Um, but just having 
that consistency mm -hmm. um, is, I think, one of the most important things, you know, for that inner resilience and well-being, and also as a as a business owner, um, yeah. able to continue and always know that you're you're growing and you're learning, even though there's ups and downs. <laughs> for sure, the you know contributing to the growth um, at the end of the day. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That was just so amazing and so inspiring. So I hope people got something out of that because I know I did. And I feel so much more every time I have these amazing guests, I just feel like so happy after. And I have to say before this, I did a 10 minute, like mini bar workout, um, maybe for the episode, but I just like felt like weird today. So I was like, I got it. <laughs> and now I'm, I feel like super pumped for the rest of the week. So thank you so much. And your energy is great. So can you tell people about your promotion that you're doing? Yes. Thank you. Um, so at Evolve Mindful Movement, we're right now doing a special promotion for brand new clients. And we're offering a pack of three classes for just $30. So it's an incredible steal. Um, for people that, again, maybe think they're not sure if this is for them, but they're willing to give it a whirl. Um, they can find that on our website and our website is www.evolveportsmith.com. Great. So they can evolveportsmith.com and navigate to look at our classes and uh, find that deal, three classes for $30. And that applies to our classes in the studio as well as virtual. And you can see the opportunity to sign up for whichever works best for you on our website. Great. And then can you tell us your Instagram, all your handles for both of your businesses? Like where can people find you? Yes, absolutely. So you can follow us on Facebook and on Instagram at Evolve Mindful Movement. So that's for my movement studio, of course. Um, it's mm -hmm. at Evolve Mindful Movement on Facebook and Instagram. Um, and my website is EvolvePortsmith.com. Um, and then my communications business is Vera Voce Communications. Um, I should have said earlier, Vera Voce, it means true voice. Oh yeah, um, I was wondering, that's great. And, and that's, you know, that's again, something that's really meaningful to me, you know, helping, helping companies and individuals identify what it is that makes them different than others and really, you know, makes them stand out. What's your unique differentiator, right? That's going to be most important that you can communicate um, but anyway, yeah, my website for the communications, um, consultancy is veravocepr.com. It's V-E-R-A-V-O-C-E-P-R.com. Um, and yeah, that's, that's where people can find us. Um, and you'll see contact information for me on both of those websites. So hope if anybody has any questions or inquiries, you can know to please please reach out. I'm happy to connect with your viewers and, uh, and, and make some new contacts and help some, some more people discover, you know, what I have with regards to the benefits of combining mindfulness and movement, mm. um, and providing high quality, really, you know, authentic and high impact communication services through Vera Voce communication. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Jackie. This was such a fun recording. I really appreciate it. Yes, thank you. I really enjoyed myself as well. Thanks so much. 
Thank you for listening in. Hit that subscribe button if you enjoyed this episode. And if that inspired you, I would love if you shared on your social media platforms and tagged me at lilygrace underscore lifestyle on Instagram. Or you can visit my website at www.lilygraceyork.com to see my show notes and leave a review as well. I would love to hear your feedback, so please tell me everything and anything that you learned today. Stay classy, stay bossy, and stay listening.